I'm not sure Tig and Clay were ever the same from that moment on. They were still this, but they were more that. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theory. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. How we feeling? How you doing? Hopefully, well, and happy, and good, and you're feeling it. Because today on Theory, the hashtag Reaper Reviews, we're going in. We're going in on some service. Season 2, Episode 11. Um, It's a big one. It's a big one. So um, without further ado, let's go sit down with my man with all the hair. With the with the steely gaze, Kim F. Coates. Let's do it. Hi. Yeah. Hola. Como esta? Yeah, muy bien. So here's yeah, the deal. It's uh, Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Reaper Reviews. Some might call it... Uh, 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 wait, Suns was on Tuesdays, right, when it aired? Yeah. Teller Tuesday Tuesdays, night. they used to call yeah. it Teller Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. So we have to come up with something for the Wednesday. I used to call these Woo Wednesdays for the Woo Tuesday. Woo! But, but we could do it for this too. We just got to find go. out something. Let's uh, go with a Z, Z, Z. Wacky Let's Wednesdays. <laughs> wacky Wednesdays. I love it. Done. Sold. Sold. So I was just saying to you before we got on this, um, I think this for me so far, and this is crazy Ooh. to think. Uh, this is my favorite episode we've ever done so far. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Which one? Do we I know doing? why we're doing a uh, season two episode 11 service. Yeah. Um, that's it. this was recommended to us by a ton of people. A lot, a lot of people. You want to know what's funny? What I didn't do last week. I just remembered what I didn't say who wanted us to do season two, episode one. And uh, I'm probably not going to find it, and I'm not even going to go look for it. But this episode, yeah, share two episode eleven. I can't tell you how many people actually asked for it, so I'm just going to do a few. A lot. Someone, someone, no underscore MJ. Yeah, that person asked for it. Someone, <sighs> Taylor Hernet. Uh, these are just two people who have asked, but when I tell you. Tons. Here's another one. Uh, uh, who's this? Wendy, seventeen seventy six. Everybody asked for this episode, and uh, I didn't know why. I'm going to tell you, I didn't know why. Well, do I now know? <laughs> Holy shit! There's a lot going on in this episode. Well, so, what, first of all, what episode isn't there a lot going on? But there's a lot going on in this one. So hold on, we've yeah. done season two, episode one. We've done yeah. season two, episode 10, where Gemma yeah. tells everybody yeah. to save him yeah. from going nomad. Yeah. Well, here this is right after this. Have we done any more episodes in season two? Or is this the I have thing? no idea. I have okay, no idea. I, I, I really have no idea. I think we've done uh, season two, episode three. We, have, we, we finally did. Did we do one? Yeah. I, I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. 
It really doesn't matter. I'm trying to look, but like this is pretty obvious that I'm trying to look. Just because I don't know. <laughs> I really you're don't allowed, know. You're allowed, you're allowed to look. This is Oh, we did show. we did season two, episode three. You're right. We did there fix. Go. There you go. Yeah, um fix, that yeah. was back when you were outside and you had the metal trees behind you. Um yeah. I saw that. Okay. So and we did season two, episode two. There you go. We are rocking through season two. We are. And we're going to go back to season one, by the way. Yes, we are. We're doing we're two going back. One. We're going back. We're going to do two in a row from season one. We don't know which ones yet. Yeah. We are like knocking out season two. But let me tell you something. Oh, this was like its own. It could have been its own movie. Uh, I, I'm, That's I'm gonna, actually I'm, really brilliant. That's it. Really, could have, it could have been its own movie. It could have been its own. It could, you didn't even need to know anything that was going on. You just knew shit was so flying true. all over. I'm just going to start with, uh, of course, uh, it opens up. I have my notes. Uh, I tried to do what you did last week, and I wrote them on paper. I, I need didn't to work. My phone. No, it didn't work. Got to have them on your phone. I dropped water on the paper. It's a, there's oil on and it. Before, and before you continue stumbling, Rossi, I just want you, because you knew it then, I'm going to remind you now, this was the episode that I was going to quit the show. I'm out. And we'll get to that in a minute. Go ahead. Keep going. And we're going to know why very soon, by the right. way, because I did not remember any of this. Um, right. Jax is back. He's uh, sewing those patches. He's ready to did kick ass. Did you see him sew those patches? That's He's like Mary Jane. Biker does, Mary Jane. man. Yeah. Sewing the no, patches. No, no. Yeah, come on. We go back to the caveman days. We do it, do it ourselves. Do it ourselves. Needle, thread. And that's true. You talk to He's DL sewing. about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's sewing them on. And uh, remember now, we're coming right off. And this is an episode we talked about already. We did. Uh, so if you really want to watch something cool, go watch this in 10, right? Watch 10 first, then watch this. She just told everybody about, you know, yeah. what happened. Yeah. And uh, this isn't even the finale. This is what's so amazing about this show. This isn't even the fucking finale. We got two more after this. We got two more Come after on. this. I am fucking on the edge of my seat when I'm watching episode 11 because she just dropped the bomb on everybody. <clears throat> she tells everybody what's going on that she was assaulted by this, these guys that it definitely was Weston, that it's definitely Zobel's crew. Jax was about to leave fucking Mia Culpa's all around. Everybody's fine now because now it's all about Gemma and getting what we need to do. So it opens up with him sewing those patches. He ain't going anywhere. And I got to tell you, he is in a different realm. Jax is like the Terminator at this point. He's like, he, he, if you can imagine what Jax must have felt like uh, with all the animosity between Clay and Jax, which is one of the reasons why Gemma in the previous episode that we've already discussed on Reaper Reviews has to tell Jax and Clay what happened to her. She was saving the club. She was saving Jackson going nomad and she was going to release a pain. Tara was there. Listen to the whole thing. Now this scene, here's Jax, right? Here's that fucking fly again. <laughs> I got flies there? in my house. Do the yeah. flies live there? I got flies Is in my house. Is there dead bodies in the house? There must be. Tig Traeger lives in this house. Oh, wait, I did play a guy called Tig Traeger. <laughs> so Jax is, uh, he's in a different place. You can imagine what this must have done to him. He put his hand on Clay's shoulder in the previous episode. There's going to be some kind of bonding or fixing, as we're about to see. 
between those two characters. But what I loved about this scene with Tara and Jax is Jax handed her a gun, a gun, mm-hmm. like take it. Like she's a doctor. Yeah. She's got a tattoo on, the, on her lower back there, but she's a freaking doctor. She's and he's doctor. just giving her a gun. Like it's a yeah. piece of candy. Whoa. This show. That's the, and that's the realm he's in. And now we see one of the coolest moments ever. And I, and I hope I have this right because, you know, clay at the door. That's it. In, in less than 10 seconds, every bad thing be- between them is gone. And the way, the way they show it in the story, fuck the blocking that the story is come to my son. He holds the baby. He gives it right to dad, to grandpa, grandpa, smiles grandpa sits down and grandpa's sitting down in the rocking chair. It's clay smiles at him. Well, who wouldn't smile at that face? Who wouldn't smile at clay Morrow Hellboy's face like that? I, I do. I did every day. They have to. And, and, and here's Jack's talking about what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do while the baby's there? They're talking about murdering people. And, and did not Jack say, or my, he said, we're going to kill them all. Well, I'm, I'm going to get to that line in a second. Okay. Right before it, I balled up a little. I got to tell you, I'm an emotional guy. We all know this. But weirdly, only with entertainment stuff, not in my own personal life. Isn't that <laughs> funny? Crazy? Like I could cry in a scene in a second. I could cry watching a telephone book commercial. I don't think they do those anymore. But I could cry watching anything like that. Don't get me around Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I ball like a baby. But like in my baby. personal life, I got nothing. Ah, I got nothing. time for that. You put on Harry and the Hendersons, you probably don't know the movie. I'm crying. <laughs> but I can tell you, in my personal life, nothing. Dry. Nothing. Dry. But entertainment, I'm a mess. Boom. Okay. Mess. When he says, sorry, son, Clay says to him, like, sorry, son, for what happened to your mom, what happened to my wife. I fucking almost went down. I go, oh my God. Took a knee. You took a knee. This is a giant moment. And then they're discussing Gemma and he says, we kill them all. I felt like Ooh. I was Rocky Balboa. I was going to run Ooh. to the ring. Let's go. I was like, let's go. Let's go. And if you're a fan of Sons at that point and you're watching that show, you must have been like, we are going to get these guys right now. But we can't. That's what's so crazy. We can't. So the chapel scene we go to, to me, one of the most powerful scenes. And it's short. It's not even that heavy. We don't really, we didn't milk it. We didn't like make a big deal. What, What do you have on that? I I, I have that it was probably the big, you're talking about the chapel scene. We're all going to find out what happened to Gemma, right? Clay's going to tell us. Is that Mm -hmm. the one you're talking about? That's That's what I have. I have written down here. That was the biggest pause in the seven years of Sons of Anarchy. Clay starts to speak and he stops. And there was a pause that lasted 13, 14 seconds before he then tells us about Gemma. And again, I don't know why I keep bringing this up, Theo, but those, those chapel scenes, the church, like, they're just amazing. I don't know what it was about. 
us sitting down with the one bad chair and then the emotion of it all. And it's kind of amazing. I think because, and I, and I've thought about this as well. I remember never being overly excited about a chapel scene. And I'm going to tell you why you are stationary. You're not moving. No, usually someone has a giant monologue. Yeah. Um, if there is no giant monologue, it's, uh, the whack-a-mole, the talking, like he talks, you have talks, a one he line talks, here, he talks, one he line, talks, he talks, he talks, you yeah. talk t- hard to do. So you hard never got real. like, yeah, you never got really excited to film them because they just felt, um, oh, we're going in there. We're going to do this. And that's going to lead us to somewhere. Like we're doing that scene to push the narrative that play. So they just felt whatever. And I think as, as actors and as artists, we would come there and be fun. We'd all sit around and, you know, we joke around, but it was kind of like, okay, let's, let's go oh, out. But, but- no, but good for you. That's what it is. That's what it was now that I'm saying this. is it was, We were all together. Mm-hmm. You, you weren't on Tommy and your island, yeah. me and the Gemma island. We actually were together as a club. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I, I think that's, that's very true. So this scene, come on, bro. Like, the look on all me, our faces. The, the, again, I even thought he probably could have went more. Like, he didn't say... It was multiple people. He didn't say all this stuff. He didn't even have to. And the reactions and the everything was just so, again, now you're just ready to go. That's what I, I, I said. It was so intense as a group. And I was so proud of us, the way it was played. Um, I don't know who directed the episode. Uh, I probably should know these things. It was. Uh, I can't just, remember. I should have looked it up. But just amazing. Amazing probably should job. Have it up. Do, do you want me to look? Do I care? Do we care? <laughs> Sure, whatever. We're what just going to tell how much we, whether it was Steven or Billy or, or Gwyneth. I mean, could have been. What do you think uh, it was? I have no idea. I can't remember. Yeah. You don't know. I'm going to look it up right now. You know why? Because that's what I do. That's what I do. Season two, episode 11. It. Here it is. Service. Phil Abraham. Wow. Phil didn't do Phil. much. Yeah. Phil didn't. He only did a couple. Phil directed got, me in got, uh, Luke Cage. He got, well. he got busy. He got busy. Moved on. Big Sopranos wow, director. Phil, good for him. Big Sopranos director. Uh, shout out to him. I know he's got a bunch of Emmys, I think. Um, he's uh, directed one of the best episodes I've ever seen in this one. And I'm going to tell you why. So Gemma is all spun out in the scene with Tara. I wrote. <sighs> Goes to Tara and Jax and gets, she's talking about the cheating thing and how Clay won't want her. And, you know, and, and it gets, you can see Tara's wheels are like, you know, going crazy um, because she's thinking about her relationship with Jax, which, you know, sadly in life, that's what happens to a lot of us um, is somebody's telling you kind of what's going on with them. And then you're thinking what that means in your own life. And yeah, yeah. I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but that's fine. We could do whatever we want. No, go ahead and it's what people say about when you go to wakes and funerals. They say that people aren't as sad for the person that left, but it reminds them of their own, uh, their own uh, uh, mortality, like that you're going to pass. So people, while they're upset that someone has gone, it reminds them of their own, which is what even makes them more upset, right? And I felt like at that moment, Tara's listening to Gemma, and she's like, man, I'm like with this guy and she's saying that clay's not going to like her or want to be with her anymore because they want their own. And, and that leads to that next scene, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which gets her all hyped up with Jax and she goes in and, you know, we're doing this thing with all pulling our guns, which is funny. Let's go back to, do we never have guns? Do the sons never have guns? I, I, I don't think we ever had one gun in the whole show. 
and we certainly needed to buy more all the time. We, we had no guns, money to buy them, but we, we didn't have guns. We were on. Were we on loan the whole time? We were line of credit. Did Tig have a line of credit of forty two hundred bucks and just kept using it for guns? I don't. Where's the it. warehouse of guns? Where's all our guns? It was in episode one, season one. For the first 20 minutes, we had tons of guns and then it blew up and it burnt. And we never had a gun after that. We're always buying them and trying to get them. Had never the money. have enough. Never have enough. Never no, have money. Never, never have enough. anything. So again, here we are. We're all grabbing our little like pea shooters to go in a, in a big fight. And Jax gets confronted by Tara and she's like, you know, literally lays everything on him about cheating, about this, about that. Great little scene between them. All right, bud. I'm going to tell you something. You're not going to hear it a lot from me, but you're going to hear it right now. Yeah. Uh, and maybe this will change. This is easily your best episode up to this point, And you've had some doozies. Uh, tell me about, because we're about to get into it. How, did he approach you before this? What happened with this taking Jamma thing? This is God's honest truth. I, we all got the episode. We, we would get episodes. We'd get two or three before the season started, maybe four. But as the season went on and Sutter and his brilliance and all his writers, we, we would get them a couple days before, maybe three days before we're actually, you know, we'd have a table read sometimes on the day that we're filming another episode. Always. I got this episode a couple days before we were going to start filming. And I started reading the episode and it's pretty early on in the episode with the Tig Gemma thing. And, and I, I started reading it and Tig's drinking vodka. And I, I know where Tig was at that moment. This is the 11th episode of, you know, 12, 13 episodes since the killing of Donna. And, and he's a, he's a mess. He's doing mushrooms and, and, and holding babies and crying and he's a mess. And, and, and we all knew now the Gemma, why she's been such a mess. Cause we just got told what happened. And the chapel scene. So I read the scene and then I read what they're necking and up against the wall. I put the, I put it down. I put the script down and I called Sutter. I was at home and I said, um, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And he said, you're not, you're not doing what? I go, I'm not, I'm not doing the whole, the Gemma thing. I'm just not doing it. He goes, where are you? I said, I'm at home. He said, come to the office. Got on my bike, went to the office. Had the day off. There he is sitting at his desk. He needs to sit down. I sat down. And he goes, "What's what's going on? What's your problem? What's going on with you?" And I said, "I'm not. I'm not Clay. I wouldn't do that to Clay. Tig wouldn't do that to Clay." He said, "Wouldn't do what?" And I said, "That scene." And and he goes, "Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. This world of the club, one percenters, sons of anarchy, is filled." With sex, drugs, rock and roll, lies, the truth. Yes, it's brotherhood. Yes, it's love. But it's a fucked up world. And at this time, he said, I hope you kept reading. I said, no, I didn't. He said, oh, you didn't read the next scene. I said, no, I did not. I get, well, can I tell you what happens? I go, sure, go ahead. He goes, you go to Opie and tell him that you killed Donna. I, I, I go, I sit back. I look at Kurt. And I go, keep going. And he goes, Tig doesn't come on to anyone. Gemma doesn't come on to anyone. Gemma and Tig happen to be at a precipice of pain that they needed something from each other for a moment. And it's Gemma 
who who parts her 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 slit of her dress. It's 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 her who pulls you. It's you who smells her. It's you that has has been since the killing. It was it's such a like and and it it, it ends. Coatsy. He goes. It doesn't go in. I put my motorcycle back on. I hugged him. I left the room, and then I read the whole thing. And that episode for me. And man, you had so many of them. As did Tig, as did Chibs Bot. We all, when Kurt could write for us, we would have stuff that we'll never forget. That moment for me um, in the show of being able to do that with Katie and then go right outside and do it with, with Ryan was, uh, and, and Sutter did a very, I'm going to get to it in a minute about Ryan and me. And the end of this episode with Stahl and Ryan. Sutter did a very good job and Handel and all our ADs of doing things with emotional episodes somewhat in order, mm-hmm. somewhat in order. And that day, that episode, th- that scene with Katie was, it was magic, man. It, was, it had it all right. Didn't it, Theo? Yeah. I, 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 let me, let me start by, cause I've broken the whole thing down in my mind. It, you, obviously he has everything going on. It's all building. Now we're getting to the tip of the spear of all the stuff that he's happened since yeah. Donna, right? Yeah. It's all happening. He's getting there. He's he it now he just finds out about Gemma. And she says, Do you want orange juice with that vodka? Right, whatever. And he, you know, he says, I'm so sorry. By the way, it starts right there. Because as he hugs her, you kiss her on the lips. Right on the lips. Okay. Planned, unplanned, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But right there as an audience member, you go, what the fuck was that? Right? Yeah. Like, that's the first thing. But you guys, she kind of looked a little like, wait a second. But you, same thing, just moving along. Yeah, we're just packing guns. Like, like nothing. Like, it was nothing. Nothing. Then, you know, goes to help with the boxes. Let me help. Again, Tig doesn't, is just lost in his own world. Goes to hit the box. The boxes all fall. Da da da. It's when you go to pick it up when she removes that leg. So she's been thinking it since the kiss. He did wasn't thinking it until the leg comes out. And even then, he looks. That could have went away in a moment. But then she pulls him in. Man, I got to tell you, I, I, you to to make something good, you have to get on the ride. You gotta you gotta put the safety bars down, and you just gotta let it take you. From the second you're swigging from that vodka bottle, doing your business with the guns, you're on a ride. And that ride goes until she's against the wall and takes pants down and whatever it is and whatever happened. Uh, it was just like, it was, it just took you as an audience per- and you're going, oh my God, are they about to do this? Is this happening? What's going to happen? I know he's in a bad place. How is this going to affect everything? And oh my God, and oh my God, oh my God. And it goes, and then you see the pictures of the kids, Jackson uh, and, and Thomas. And, and that obviously changes everything. I have a question, which I probably shouldn't ask till later, but does Clay ever find out about that? No. Never. Never. Wow. Never, never. Not, not one time. And these are, I don't know. I kind of believe in this. I think sometimes those, they're not lies. They just, you just don't talk about it. Mm. Um, you know, like it would have been different if, if Clay would have come up to Tig and said, did you slam my wife against the wall? Were you guys you actually, 
did you have your pants down? Then, then, then that's either called a lie or you tell the truth. But something like that, that that happened for both of them to have a release of the pain that both of them were in at that moment. And I'm glad you brought that first kiss up because I need to tell you that in the script, this is where, you know, Sutter never misses a beat. It says in the script, it said in the script, Tig lost swig and vodka. Gemma comes out, you should put some orange juice in that. We need some guns. And then Tig forgets the booze in himself and re realizes he hasn't even, like, hi, baby. I'm so, like, and, but he, what he, what Tig did, kissed her right on the lips. Was that written? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. It just says, Tig kisses Gemma wow. on the lips. So how do you do a, a grandma kiss on the lips or an aunt, aunt on the how do you do a Tig Gemma kiss? Well, I, I've, always, I've always thought that Tig and Gemma had a very, very, and in fact, we'll talk about this if we should be so lucky to be doing this in a year. Um, there was going to be something with Tig and Gemma in those last couple of seasons, which didn't go that way. But right now, right here, um, no, it was all about the club for Tig. I was gonna. I was just about to ask you that. Was it ever uh, brought up again by the two characters? Well, you know, uh, not really, because you know, the third season. We've already done a couple of the third season with with uh, you know uh, Stephen King and mm. and and me and Monique and 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 Hal Holbrook and me and Gemma being together. And the baby, you know, have we done the baby oil? No, we haven't done that yet. Oh. Uh, yes, somebody said, didn't you? And this was, I, I got to get into the comments. Somebody said um, that we missed the line or we missed the part where you come out in the robe. That, that's, that's we haven't Stephen done that King show episode. yet. We haven't done that show All yet. All right, so somebody's in. Yeah, good. Don't try to confuse me on the comments because you'll get me every time. Okay, so. We haven't done that episode. Okay, so, so wait a second. So it wasn't really brought up, but did you as an actor you as Tig. Did Tig Traeger play that for the rest of the series? That there was something with you two, even if it was slight, or was it just forgotten about? I I forgot about it. Mm. I forgot about it because there's, there's there was so much going on with mm. all of us. I mean, it was never. I mean, I got to tell you, I, I'm sure you're the same way, but this is yours and my first. <clears throat> foray into mm -hmm. saying yes to a regular starring uh, on a, on a show like this, that was maybe going to go on for seven years, which mm -hmm. it did. I never knew where Tig was going to go. We would talk about it briefly with Sutter at the beginning of every year, but you never really knew where he was going to go. So when I had time to think about it in certain writings of scenes, you bet I did, but there was so much going on in this show that no, that Gemma and I just had a very warm, respectful you remember this in season four i believe when i ripped the sergeant at arms patch up it's because yep. clay and anyway we'll talk about all that but no but so so now here you are obviously filmed on different days you have this the way the way it's cut the way it is in the television show is now here he comes we're gonna go right into this tig and opie scene yeah and again Put you know, strap it on, strap in because now you come up. This kid's working on his bike. Opie always being the very standoffish. It's so perfect, by the way, that him and Piney were father and son because yeah. they both have this thing where like they don't, 
they never give excess words. Like, it's just like, you're working on the bike? Yep. Like, it's like, there's no more than that. You know, someone juice, juice would ramble about, you know, someone giving them a piece of gum. <laughs> These guys just talk <laughs> like one word answers, right? And you're sitting there. He's just into his bike and doing his thing. And whatever had just happened, whatever, and again, this, I'll let you talk about it, but from the audience perspective of me being that audience is like, fuck, is he bringing up Donna? And then like, you bring up Donna and I got to tell you, I think it was probably to me, and right now it's definitely the best scene I've seen on the show. And the reason why is it goes from zero to a thousand in like four seconds. And it didn't need to. There was no need for you to tell him. There was no point of it. You just had to do it. And it goes with you wouldn't. Why? I want to ask you a well, question. And, 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 and yeah, and may I say. Please. That Tig, at that moment, from what happened with Gemma and the unleashing of pain between those two human beings, stopping it before it got fucking, you know. You can't forget if you do, if it went further, you know, we stopped it between first and second base. Thank goodness. But that threw TIG into a, okay, we got to go find out. And, and I, I had, I had to know, I had to know why he wasn't in the truck. Mm. I had to know what, what happened, what happened. And then from the truck, he's going, why are you asking? And then I went, it was stall. Like, like it, it just, it's so, beautifully written that it wasn't like it just one thing please stop talking but think think about how nuts that is you're saying to him why wasn't it you because you should be the one that's dead you should be dead not not your wife yeah but you're saying it to the person who's alive that should be dead it's so that that is crazy that that is crazy writing that is why we have millions and millions of fans around the world. And, and, and Ryan Hurst, I remember we talked about the physicality uh, of, of the punches. How, 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 remember De Niro and Mission, he wanted to repent and, and to repent and climb up that mountain with heavier and, and he almost kill. I, I, I didn't care if I died. I didn't care if, if, if I lost an eye. I wanted him to hit me and hit me and hit me as the character over and over. And I got to tell you something. You weren't there for the blocking of that scene. Mm-mm. And were you in the scene when, when Clay, were you with us? Yeah, we all come out. We all come out, right? And, and I, remember, I remember the stunt coordinator. We all talked. And, 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 and I said to Ryan, the stunt coordinator, I think we should, we should go until Opie doesn't want to punch anymore. Mm. and that was what we did and we just did it over and over and more takes and more blood and more takes and more cuts and i remember looking up at him and again the staging is beautiful he's taller than me anyway we're all well years short but every, 511 every, buddy 511 five five with boots with, with, with a boots. lot of help a lot of five, help five ten and a half yeah a lot of help yeah anyway everybody's over got, six foot five on that show i just got uh I sunk and I sunk and I sunk and he got taller and taller and and it was just uh, it was a beautiful beautiful right. thing and he but the way he out. jumped up he jumped up like the beast from Beauty and the Beast like he came flying oh, at you yes he did yes he did 
And then he just had you on there. And, and again, when he has his arm back and you, you say the thing about stall, which is, you know, obviously really important. Ugh. But to me, my favorite line was when we all come out. If I'm correct, I didn't write it down. So maybe I hope I'm correct is, you know, you say, I don't even know who I am anymore. And I was like, holy shit, this, this is so, because the, here's why this is such an important scene. Because as a viewer, you go, where the fuck did it go from here? How do you go, how do you fix this? How do you get past this? How do, how does this exist in their world? Did we just ruin the club? No for life? kidding. No, no kidding. It's season two. You can't ruin the club for life. And, and, that's and, and sorry, Theo, that's so good. And, and think about this. Gemma, just in the previous episode, told Clay and Jax about what happened to her. Now we're even getting deeper. And Sutter's just going, not only is this not the final episode of season two, but we have more issues to talk about. Let's just get this whole take Donna thing out of the What? What? So it's not hanging what? over us. Let's bring it up. Let's do it right now. One of the biggest, by the way, it only happened 10 or 11 episodes oh, before. Let's just do it now. Well, you think maybe that'll happen in season five or six. Five, no, let's do six, it now. maybe never. Let's do it right now. And, and by the way, this is why, again, go into the brilliance of this show. It's only episode, uh, what is this? 11. It's only episode 11. 11. There's two more after it. These are storylines that could be finales. 100%. Opie finding out about Donna could be a finale. 100%. It's not. It's the middle no. of the season. No. So now he goes after Stahl. And, and may I, I got I to, yeah. sorry, I love, let's move on. But I, I, I and I could be, I could be wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong a few times in my life. But I'm just not sure that Tig and Clay, even though, at the end of this episode, this one that we're talking about, Tig has a moment with Clay that's beautiful and brilliant. But right here, when Clay goes to Tig, what did you do? Tig says, I told Opie I killed Donna. You could hear Bobby's face. Your, everyone's face. Was, <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I'm not sure Tig and Clay were ever the same mm. from that moment on. They were still this, but they were more that. That's a great observation because it's so true when you think about it. If it's really so great because you were you have said to him many times before this, I will do anything. Anything at any time you were anywhere. Gonna, Tig Traeger's introduction was Watch the president at all points. Protect the king, right? That was the whole deal. That's what and Sergeant at Arms do. That's what he does. And now all of a sudden, that's his role. Protect the king. And now, you're right. It was never the same. And it's so funny right. because if Clay was in that situation, would he have said anything? Maybe not. You know, maybe Clay is more cold-hearted, more calculated, whatever we come to find out as we delve more into that character. But really, your arc is, it's amazing how many arcs Tig has had, like as a character. It's like all these different, it's almost like uh, there's different ones at all times. But here it is, the humanity of this character is in full force. And he's, you know, a cold-blooded killer who now we have a humanity about. So again, 
watching, but again, also thinking about the whole club hearing that and going, what? What? We don't know. What? No. Who? Everybody's been lying and it's been so long and this guy's life is ruined. And so uh, uh, again, just could be a finale. Not. It's a, a fucking Love it. beginning well of the said, scene. Theo. So he goes to Opie. Uh, Opie goes after Stahl. I'm on the edge of my seat now because I'm thinking. I forgot again, all this shit. I forgot, forgot all, all this. Stuff. I'm on the edge of my seat. I didn't know if he beats her up. I didn't know if he. I didn't know if he kidnapped her. I don't remember anything. I am on the edge of my seat. He's following her at the same time. Um, you know, Jax is doing his thing, running around. So what we get in the middle of that is we get Bobby scene with Clay, which is like he's asking him for his guidance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay's asking Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this. There's the first nine. Yeah. And then there's kind of like a second wave, I would assume. Yeah. So Bobby's got to be in like the first 20, right? Is it something like that? The first nine is Teller, Piney, and Clay Morrow. That's what we know. And then there was six other guys. We don't, we, a couple right. of, I think the one guy in, in Ireland, in Ireland yeah. that he, he was one of the original yeah. nine, first nine. But guys like Tig, and 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 Bobby and even Chibs in a way, not Jax, not you. You know, you guys are the young guys who kid. We were part of that next wave. You bet we were. The next wave. We That's right. One hundred percent. Yeah. So he's been like the uh he's like the Hagen, the Tom Hagen character from Godfather from an early time. One hundred percent. Yeah. He's the money guy. He's our secretary. Yeah. He's got a really calmness about him. Should have a calmness about a fatherly figure should, but he's still a biker, man. Yeah. And he didn't know what to do at that point. And what I have there is that's such a very intense scene with guidance. Um, you know, here comes half sack, right. Uh, coming in, Uh, you know, it's funny about the half sack character, not, not talking on, you know, whatever happened with, uh, that life of the actor that played him. Right. Um, and you know, that's a whole nother. Yeah thing um my my thing is this i do think and maybe i'm wrong i would I probably am every time i say that i'm wrong but i do think that maybe they wanted that character to potentially be bigger the half set character um and and he became you know really w- that comic relief you know it would always be like a trade-off between him and juice in the beginning of like comic relief um like you know there are a lot of episodes i wasn't in and he was in in the beginning and uh, and it almost seemed like he would get some of that comedy stuff, and that's what we see in this, right? It goes into that enlarged, uh, his his infected, his new his new implant, into the one nut, nut, yeah, the one nut, and and it gave a little levity. Well, levity, smevity. I mean, what? It, yes, what it gave is, you know, here we are. Fuck, we just had those two scenes you talked about. Then we have Bobby. It's all serious, and then we have let's have Tig. So happy and relieved that he's just given his soul. It doesn't matter anymore now. It, it just, it just, it, it was a great thing for Tig to release. It was a release. Gemma, really, right? And then you have Half Sack with one nut, Tara. It's so funny. And he's pulling it down. I'm throwing up. It's just, I think to answer, your, to answer your question about Johnny and that character, um, and I'm not a writer like Sutter is. I'm not a writer like some of these incredible writers I've been so, you two have been fortunate to work with. But sometimes you're just 
done with the character. Sometimes you're just, and the story changes other characters around you. And I think Halfsack, we not only needed him, he was that, that, that incredible trying to do good, show the biker world, show what these one percenters, we have prospects, what do they do? But somehow it's, there was just no more room for that character in where the story was going. And I think that, that maybe that's what happened with Half Sack because he was, you know. Again, what we did, and I was just looking at it, and again, that it did change towards the end, towards the, the, the final seasons. It's like you just said, we were able to take your breath away, make you yeah. completely think the worst, what's going to yeah. happen, I feel so terrible, to laughing. Yeah. But listen, that, the theater faces, drama, right? Happy and sad. This is, this is what entertainment is supposed to be. That's, that's the theater. That's what this is. You're supposed to feel everything. You're not supposed to just feel one way. No. You know, you can't, there's a movie, you know, you can't be all Requiem for a Dream and you can't be all, you know, uh, uh, Adam saying Happy Gilmore. It's got it. You got to get that middle, right? And when you get that middle, that's when things become beautiful. Yeah, and I, and I love both those movies, by the way. I'm just saying yeah. that to, to when you want to do something that's compelling, that's not a film, it's not two hours, not an hour and a half, it's seven years of people's lives, you better give them the waves. They got to ride the waves. And that was a perfect moment for that character and that, and, and, and you're all in it. Like everybody's in it. Everybody comes in and it's right after these really heavy scenes. So I just... It made me think because we haven't talked a lot about Half Sack. I think the only other episode that I really remember him even being in is the Mushroom one, um, like with us. He's got some. No, he's got some funny stuff coming up. You'll remember when we do it. But he's got some stuff coming up where he rides that little scooter. Oh, he rides yeah. that little, you know, and that's kind of his episode wow. in a way. He we really send him on a mission, like on a mission. God about and all it's that. very funny. That's in okay. season one. We'll we'll get into that. Okay, so now here we are. Uh, we go to Piney next, if I may. Piney, Please. Piney goes to his wife, oh, and 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 the door opens. And oh. you know, again, I I'm supposed to know this. I know I don't know anything. No. And Piney knocks on the door, and there she is. And God, she's so great, this gal. And we've talked about her before, and she did mm-hmm. like seven or eight episodes. And there's Piney, and she's going, "What are you doing here?" And he's going, "I, I screwed up with my son. It wasn't you." And he's getting all remorseful and he's getting all, and he kisses her. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going, what the fuck? I don't, I don't remember that. What's her, line back, her line back is amazing. She, and what did she say when she, what, what, what do you, you got remember? the cancer? Do you got yeah. the cancer? <laughs> what do you got the cancer? Get the cancer? She says it to he, him because he's, he's like, the cancer. The cancer. She doesn't oh say God. cancer. She goes, do you have the cancer? The cancer. Get because the cancer? He literally is pouring his heart out, and she assumes that he must be dying, and he's trying Good to like. Yeah. No, and and then he he folds his cut. And anyway, I forgot what he was about. I thought he was going to quit the club, drive away, go go off a cliff. I couldn't remember. Any, I don't any, remember anything. And you know what I wrote there? I wrote they should do a prequel on like Piney because like he, we learned so much about him in minutes. We learn about that he thinks he was a. A bad father. Wow, and he's no shit. No shit. He kisses his ex-wife. So we learn a little about their marriage and what that looked like. 
Then when he opens that drawer, we see the picture of the first nine. Yeah. We see his military I love stuff. That. Yeah. See, like, there's no words being said here. And we're learning. Yeah. We're, we're literally, it's like, this is your life for Piney. Winston, we're, we're finding out everything about him, his military stuff. He puts on the army jacket. He folds his cut. And now you know something's happening. And again, because you and I remember nothing, I'm thinking he's either leaving or I'm trying to think, what is he going to do? And I'm thinking, I go, wait a second. I think that, okay. So now, again, I'm, on, I'm still on the edge of my seat from before. Again, I think Piney could legitimately have his own, his own show. So, uh Love it. Love all that. Okay. I said we never have guns. Okay. Here's something that's really interesting to me. Yeah. I don't think we ever talk about Chibs being registered as a confidential informant. She's about no. to put No, he's he's going down as a rat. There's no doubt. Chibs is Chibs is gonna make a big ass mistake and he's torn and he's absolutely torn. And here he is again with her, ATF going down, ouch. And then again, I don't know about you, Theo. But didn't it seem to you how convenient Jax was spying on the Ope? Yep. Um, all of a sudden, Opie's spying on the Chibs. Like, everyone kind of knows somehow what the other guys are kind of doing. So, a little, you know. When Opie handy. caught him coming out, I yeah. was like, I literally did one of those. I was like, oh. Like, I didn't even remember. Had no idea. I was like, oh, he knows. I didn't know. No, Opie. No, don't I, see that. I can't believe he saw Chibs. I'm going, oh my God, yeah. he knows. That's yeah. how little I know about this show. Nothing. I, I know less than you. Did and you I'm older know you. that Opie caught him? No, I forgot. He totally forgot. Okay. But so now- again, sorry, but then there's a reason why Sutter zings you out there. What the fuck? And then you figure out what's going on coming up. Go for okay. it. Okay. So now we get to see another thing that I didn't know. Zobel working with Alvarez. That's what I, there you go. Deal with Alvarez. And Jax watches that go down. We're pushing narrative. We're finding out everything. We're telling the story without telling the story right now. We're doing it all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The opium stall scene. I want to talk about this for a minute. He doesn't kill her. Can I, can I say something first? This episode, I've already told you, I was going to walk. I, can you believe that that was like 45 minutes ago? We're still talking about this. Episode. Can't believe okay. So Ryan reads this episode, and he told me this later. He said to the ADs, please, please, can we shoot the Tig Opie confession scene first before I take that and then go do what I'm about to do with Stahl? Mm-hmm. Of course we can. Sutter was very good with his ADs. When big, right? So we, so uh, Ryan Hurst had in his head all the method internal work we love as actors to do to bring to that stall scene. So important. So important. So important. So that no acting can, can happen. Just be, just be, just let it be. And again, Allie Walker, she's got to think she's going down. She's got to think this is it. Am I crazy? Yeah, and, and speaking of that, this is a film. The film I'm doing now is one of the first films I've ever done in my life that's shooting chronological order. By the way, it's amazing. Are you joking? No, I'm not joking. It's like a play. Yeah. It's like a play. Every day. Like you amazing. Do, you, you scene one, two, three, then you go to four, oh, five. 
then you go get to out of Dodge. I, by the way, the way it makes you your work ethic changes completely. Like you, you're so prepared to go in the next day because it's a natural progression of character. Beautiful. So what a lot of people what we mean by that is that sometimes when you get an episode or or a film. You might shoot the ending day one and you might shoot the beginning day 30, right? Now, when you do that, it's really odd, right? Because how do you know what the ending is going to look like if you haven't done day one? And, and you have to kind of create this with the director. And then at the same time, you have to hope that it all matches. So what I always say to everyone, and I say this now that I'm definitely more vocal as my career gets more, I go, yeah. let's, let's make sure we're all in the same movie. That's what I say. Let's yeah. All in the same movie because sometimes you're not in the same movie, right? Like you have to yeah. be doing different things. Yeah. And when you're shooting out of order, but when you're shooting in order, which is so hard to do because Correct. it's locations and money and talent, you might only hold certain talent for a day exactly. or three days. So it's always about money. It's, it's a different type of experience. I've never done this. I'm doing it right now. Amazing. So good on Opie that he he did that because that's such an important scene. So when he, he knew in, he knew how important that would be. It's yeah. unbelievable. So when he goes into that stall scene, my thought is he tried to give her a conscience. Like he was like, "You don't have a conscience, and I'm going to give you one." The the I think he said I didn't write the line down, but he says something like, "The outlaw had mercy." No, no, that's it. I had it, I have it written down. He leaves the whole scene with you. Make sure you, the outlaw. You tell them. And you feel this, the outlaw had mercy. Amazing. That's his line. It, 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 it's a great line. And I got to tell you, I don't know if it was written. Maybe it was the alley breakdown in the car because she's playing it so cool. What are you going to do? Shoot me. What are you going to do this? What are you going to do that? She's playing it all stallish. She's got all the stall going on. And then she breaks down. And breaks down like a blubbering baby at the Ooh. end. That was it. She saw her whole life vanish right before, pass right in front of her eyes. That was it. So now we go from that. And I don't know who this dude is, but whoever played the priest in that scene with Gemma was pretty great. What a nice little scene. The guy was great. What a nice little scene. I hope it's on his reel because he was great in that scene. I don't know who he is. I'm I don't know. He's probably won a freaking Oscar. I mean, I don't know. But really good in that scene. So good. Um, and, and I don't mean anything by not knowing. I just don't know because I tell you now I know. He was absolutely amazing. And Gemma... He says, this is such a great line because, you know, sometimes I might have even used this where, you know, he says uh, it's been 21 years since he's, you know, done drugs. And, and, and she goes, good for you. And he, and he goes, goes no, no good, good for everybody else. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that line. Theo, I, I mean it. I mean it. I've learned a lot from you. Yeah. I know you've learned from me. Yeah. That line, that line was remarkable. Remarkable. As to what we should and can all learn about ourselves with certain things with drugs or booze and whatever. whatever. I, I that was an amazing line, and it's Whoa. so simple, but it's a right? fucking remarkable line. And then the, you have to have not just the great line; you got to have the great delivery. And it's coming from a priest who is a former heroin addict, right? Like, oh my god, it's so good, so good. And again, these are things I don't know if fans remember. They remember, you know, the the big lines like, you know, let me finish my pie, and I, I, I you know, I got this. But yeah, man, it's lines yeah, like that. Yeah. It's lines like, "Good for you," "No good for everybody." Come on, you just it just shows they're always there. You just don't see them sometimes. Right. So, what I have there, I love it. I, I just really love that scene. Uh, I, I really did. And then she says to him, 
I, I, service to others. He says to her, service to others is the only thing that keeps the self-loathing to a tolerable level. Do you know how amazing that line is? Here's why. Service Oof. to others, right? She asked him if God forgives and that whole thing. And he says, service to others is the only thing that keeps the self-loathing to a tolerable level, meaning that we're all wallowing in self-loathing. We all feel this way. And yet by giving to others, being of service, which you and I have done forever and ever. And we'll never stop. And we'll never stop. That it actually does take some of the, 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 the hurt maybe off that you have for yourself, you know, and, and whatever. Love it. Love it. Call that selfish thing, call whatever. It just makes you go, I'm going to step out of beating myself up for a minute and I'm going to help people. Yeah. Uh, How about that? Pretty amazing line. Pretty, pretty nice. amazing, uh, pretty amazing lifeline, uh, literally by that being about life. Um, all right. And again, and again, sorry, then we'll move on. Yeah. But again, like, what is this scene doing in this movie? Like how, how, how does the pacing and, and the gravitas and the emotion and the pain and the little bit of laughter. And now we have this scene, this, it, the Picasso just never stops. It's a feature film. It's a feature it's, film. And it's in 48 minutes. Film. It's just a feature film. And anyway, I just love it. Keep going. So Opie Jackson. Yeah. It's another side of Opie we don't usually see, I wrote. How do we unmake him? You know, when they yeah. have that line about Clay. Tell me, I, I, I want, I'm curious to hear your thoughts because this is Opie after you and Saul. So are you talking about the church scene now? No, are we I'm in the church? About when him and Jax are in the him and Jack. I didn't write anything down because I was in so, such love with of this of this show. I, I just you you better talk about it because I yeah. I, I, you know. I he says Jack says to him, "We made him. We made Clay." Oh, that one. No, I did write about that. Oh, here it is. Yeah, that's right. When Jax tells Opie, the burden is on the club. Clay is Clay, and we made him. Mm-hmm. I think again. What else can you say at that, at that moment, right? Like Jack said the perfect thing to Opie. You're, you're expecting as a viewer maybe to go, yeah, fuck Clay and Tig and let's run and let's make our own. No, 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 no. The burden is on the club. This happened because of the club. Clay is Clay. We made him. Whoa, that's heavy. And How it's do we true. unmake him? And it's is how do we unmake that sets guy? up the entire yeah. sets up everything one line just sets up everything how do we unmake him and everything like, i can't do it without you no nope, can't do it without you um and don't you, and don't you that. think at that moment sorry theo and don't you think at that moment that we are going to see these two together forever against taking clay that's my thought and and clay's in trouble because taking forever fully with him that's right no forever we're do you never going to lose one. Do you know how many times you and I probably, because I know I have done it, do you know how many times I would ask myself, like, what team is Juice on? Is he on like Team Jax or is he on Team Clay? Like, who's he with? And, you know, because I didn't fit in really over here and I didn't fit in over there. And as my, you know, I was always like, where am I going? If this, because again, as we're reading these episodes and putting myself back in season two, I was like, man, if we get two different factions here, like one goes one way, one goes the other, where am I going? Who am I with? You know, it was pretty clear who you were with. It was pretty clear who Obi was with. But then again, after this episode, T could have been like, sorry, Clay, I'm out. You know? I, I think the character of Juice, not only is that completely correct and 
we could talk about this till the cows come home, but I, I think there was no character whose the club was more family mm-hmm. than Juice. The, the, the whole club was Juice's family, like mm-hmm. true family. I had two daughters. Clay had this. Gemma, you know, Jax had three, two, three kids by the end of this whole thing. I mean, you as Juice, it just, you had, didn't have a soul except for the club. So that would have been a tough, tough call for you. So now we get to Jimmy O scene in the bar. Titus has his hair all grown out. Titus plays Jimmy. Accent, accents are everywhere. Accents everywhere. are everywhere. Nobody, nobody knows what's Love happening. It. It's like a sketch comedy. Not sure show. what county we're in, but. <laughs> but he says a great line there. He says, you can't. Titus was so good as this so, guy, man. He was so fucking good. He's so good at everything. And I, again, I've talked to my love for him. So is good. Endless. So he so says, good. you can't kill Philip. I've tried. It really made me think about Tommy so much. He is such a unique being. <laughs> we talk about him all the time you know it's almost like time you can't you can't kill tommy flanagan you can't kill him you can't they've tried there's no way he's not he's not going down now think about that line how cool that he's sitting out well you can't kill him i've tried tried. tried. and and tommy tommy doesn't even look at him he's just so angry just so beautiful so again here we are. That's and that's a great scene, right? Because it shows, you know, Chibs has got this other sub storyline that's building up about his wife and his daughter and all this kind of stuff. So now we go. Here we are. Opie's at the table. Yeah. Um. And really, at that table. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I, no. I, I'm going to say this that you know, Opie. Opie's looking at Clay. And uh, we're all around, and he's looking at Clay, and Tommy's not there. And he looks at Clay, and he goes, this is what I saw. This is what I witnessed. But whatever Chib says, you're going to believe him. Mm. Because you didn't believe me. You didn't believe me. You and Tig didn't believe me. I had no idea about Stahl. I had no idea what was going on. But you didn't. When I said I was clean, I didn't tell them any. You didn't. You, you didn't. You didn't believe me. We can't make that fucking mistake again, buddy. You better listen to Chips. That's what he said in that scene. So let me let me ask you a question because you're in that scene in the chapel, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As an actor, as Tig, you're in this chapel scene. That's your first time seeing Opie since everything happened. Since he beat me up? Yes. 100%. So you're not acknowledging like, or even like looking at him or doing anything because really he's well, holding all the cards at this point, right? Well, I, 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 I actually got to tell you, it's actually a little bit of the opposite. I, at that moment, and I remember this, man, I felt so much, uh, it is now what it will be. I might take a plug in the back of the neck. I, 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 he might leave the club. I, I, I don't, but I, there was no more like, I'm all I, all I could do was listen. And I, I think, I think Tig was actually a very good listener and he fucking listened to him. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. I got a big gash and the big gash up there, whatever Opie's saying. 
And but he held all the cards. He held all the cards at that moment. Sure, sure. Why not? Why not? And he basically, what he tells Clay is like, you know, he doesn't want, doesn't want any of his business out there. He wants to keep it between the club. He wants to. I want to stay. I want this between the club. I mean, and that's, that's, that's fucking unreal, right? When you think it was Opie, it wasn't, it wasn't Clay saying, hey, this day, it was Opie. It was Opie. Who said, this stays right here. What happened to my wife, even though it doesn't say, it stays right here. And we're going to start. I saw Chips do this. He's going to come and tell whatever he says, you better listen. Because everything he's going to tell you is going to be the truth. So Chibs, Chibs come out of the office. You know, uh, here he is. Come on. Chibs. And you've had a million of these. I mean, that scene with Gemma, it's not what makes SOA so great. I mean, isn't it so great? You know what I wrote? Two wounded souls. Right. Every, like, everyone on. is hurting in this episode. It's I mean, truly an episode about pain. That's what I wrote. That's the way at its finest. I mean, I it really mean, is. Chibs and Gemma, come on. It's just, and I remember when those two did it. In fact, Theo, everyone should know this. I mean, there, there's certain, certain times that you and I and the other eight leads and guests, we would do this show and we wouldn't be there that day or mm-hmm. wouldn't be called in earlier or later. But there's certain times when we're just hanging out, waiting for our, you know, I had a scene first and see what you go watch a scene on monitor that this one, I went and had a, had a peek because this episode was so big for Tig. So big for you and the club. This was big for Tommy, this scene. And I wanted to be there to see how he was doing because it was a uh, beautiful, simple, gorgeous scene. Yeah. And it really was. And, and again, it just built and she was going to walk inside, but then she pulls the thing out and she decides to talk to him. And what I wrote too, which I really believe Gemma was always the rock of the club. I said it, you know, the other day, like Gemma was always the rock of the club before things started to spin. Right. I mean, yeah. she really was. And she gave him that shoulder to cry on. She basically told him without knowing really what it was, just, just tell them the truth. And, um, and it really yeah. was a great little arc yeah. for Chibs with that stuff. And um, and here he comes into the room and he's gonna tell, you know, he's gonna tell everybody in the chapel. But before we even know what this full confession mode and everybody and Clay listens and hears him out and and because of what Opie said, before we can even think, oh, by the way, let's just let's still talk about that we're in the same episode <laughs> where where Same. you started off with Gemma, where you Same told one. Opie, where Piney Same one. did the scene with his wife. Where Same all, one. We're still in the same episode. So yeah. now, Chibs, here he is. We're wrapping Opie up. Opie install everything. And, not, and may, by the way, guys, just, it's not a finale. No. And may I just say that as we're talking about this, I have to say that, I don't know if you noticed, but that helmet that Piney takes off his head, they the props. I remember talking to Brandon about this. They couldn't find a helmet big enough for his head. I yeah, mean, William Lucky. You see, giant. his head's like four of mine, and yeah. that little he looked like a little baby helmet. But that's the yeah. biggest helmet they could find. They, yeah. they they can't make him big enough for William Lucky. No. That's how big that man is. No. That's how strong that man is. He popped that little point off. And, the top and, of and we're going to talk about how strong he is in a second because um, what happens is <laughs> I know I know. I know what you're going to say. Oh, my goodness. You're on, Let me you're tell you a something. tiny detail. I was on Let me tell you detail. something. He comes in the room. Now, by the way, I f- kind of realize as a, as a viewer, oh, my God, he's going to try to kill Clay. Yeah. When I, put I, the I gun remembered in. it all. I didn't. Yeah. So he comes in. 
he can barely fit through the door. He's like the Kool-Aid guy coming through the wall. Oh, yeah. He just comes through. He looks like he's going to rip the door down. Right? He did. He did. He, he, I, you, you forgot. He, he actually tore the handle right off. Oh, my he goodness. He comes through. And they tell us this. I don't even think stunts was there because we didn't have stunts when it wasn't like a big deal. It was, you're just going to grab him, they tell me. Good luck. And you and whoever, I don't know, maybe it was. No, no. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you. Bobby went around, you went around, and Opie had Piney. I had Clay. Uh, Chibi had Clay kind of in the middle. I had Clay. It was uh, Jax must have been there. Jax was. Jax was right? on Wasn't Clay. Jax was on Clay. I think he was on Clay with me. I, anyway, you guys had Piney. Good luck I can't tell you something. This, this man, I don't know how old he was then. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to wrestle a polar bear. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I'll never know. I'll never. I know that I will leave this life never wrestling a polar bear. Oh, you got close. But I can say that I wrestled William Lucking for a second, and he was wearing me like a, like a like a glove. Like he was. He lifted me off my feet. Like, and I'm not at that point. Yeah, and he I did mean, nothing. He was just going, he was just shrugging his shoulder. And yeah, he went I with was it. like still big at that point. I was still almost yeah. 200 pounds. He was tossing me like a rag doll. No funny shit, man. And I said, this guy is an animal. And he came in again. He fired his shots. They missed Clay. Again. We can't kill it. We can't, athlete. we can't shoot. We can't shoot anybody. The can't shoot anybody can't from four shoot feet away. Now. So well, again, well. here it is. It's not a finale. We have all these things happening. Um, Piney says, "One again." Here's Opie. Well, hang Save on, hang on. Go. So Opie saves the day, and Opie, you know, and then it's all over. No one got shot. Holy shit! And then Piney, the big polar bear, he's, you know, says says something. What did you say about you know? Never wear that cut. Clay, never come in without your cut on. I thought I thought Clay was going to tell him to you know you're Me done too. you know just hey old man never walk into this club again without your cut on amazing I mean and then it never happened again like it's just it's so real original nine couple of the boys scrapping oh wait he tried to shoot the guy like Piney was going to shoot I mean it's over it's over dust it off we're going to move on there's too much going on in this club we got to stay together somehow. And again, Opie at that point now has used the tragedy of his wife to make two things right, to listen to Chibs. And this is why Opie is such a beloved character, to, to, to make them forgive Chibs. Yeah. And oh, by yeah. the way, don't, yeah. this, the club is the only thing my old man has. Um, yeah. He's a crazy old man. He's going to be fine. Like, you're going to make yeah. this right. You owe me that. Yeah. yeah. I liked what you said earlier, holding all the cards. But they were good cards to hold. They were good cards. Opie had great cards and good cards to hold. So when he comes out, I said, this is what I wrote here. And I really think Opie comes out to talk to Clay. It's the weaving of the webs. It's truly one of the most brilliant things because he, everybody, everyone is something going on. Pain and more pain. Tig and Clay moment at the end. Oh, I just, I mean, I got to tell you, I love that last little scene between Tig and Clay. Me too. Because. Me too. The whole thing kind of started off with that Tig-Gemma moment, and it kind of ended now with Tig telling Clay, your wife needs you now more than you got to fix it, and I love you. I remember telling Clay, I love you. 
you. And I, I hugged him. He didn't really hug me. I hugged him. And that fucking gunslinger, Ron Perlman, turns around and goes right for the Telemoral Garage. And I just go, I said, I love that last scene between Tig and Clay. And I love that last scene with Clay and Gemma mm-hmm. even more. Yeah, me too. Even more. You think he's going to leave when she says, I have a lot of work to do. You think right? he's going to leave. And instead, he slams the door. He slams the and door. And they get to the desk. No, we're not going home. And I thought he was going to go. He's going to get his bike and go. Oh, wait. He slams the door, takes everything off the desk. And And you know what I wrote? I wrote this here, and I think I wrote it more for myself, but I'll I'll say it. It's like these were truly the good times. Like like these times were before the show was everywhere in the world. Before it was like this giant, like, you know, undeniable, you know, you know, changed our lives kind of thing. Juggernaut hit. Yeah. Right Before it was like, like still a little before that it was happening. It was happening. It was definitely happening, but it was a little before that there was really, yeah. you know, you know, the deal, like when you're on, you, we, we talked about this a bunch of times. This isn't a secret, like things get bigger and things change, right? People start doing other stuff and, and things change. Years go by and things change. Relationships change, you know, whatever. But this was like, you know, there's that old term, you know, uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll or whatever it was. It was like, this was so rock and roll at this point. And looking at all that was happening in that episode. And when it ended, I wrote, these were like the good times. I remember it so clear. Cause it was so, so wide true. Open. It was so wide open. It was, like, and, and we got the, and we got the club back together. Yeah. The Jacksons and the clays were coming back. I got the whole Donna thing off my chest. Juice was getting bigger and better and more important as, as we went along. Chibs, the whole, who's a rat? Who's not? Who's, I don't know, man. By the end of this season, and we got two more to talk about. Oh, really good. It was a good place to it be on really Sunday. It really was. Vanity, what, what a legacy to be part of. And what of like, what a, I, again, there's two episodes after this. I can't believe it. I hope people start recommending them because I really want to watch them like immediately. Um, 11, uh, 12 so, and 13. I don't even know what juicy, happens in them. Juicy pants. Great job as always, man. But I got to ask you next yeah. week. We're going to go back to season one now, right? Yeah. Aren't we going to do that? Let's yeah, go back to season one. Season one. Good. Well, I, like, I like this routine of like two from each season because it keeps so everybody I. in them. So do I. So we'll do two from season one. Yeah, let's do then that. Then we're going to go do two from season three. And then love we're going to come back for two from season two. And I think when we do come I back, love it. that's way down the road now. It'll be like a middle one and one of these end ones, one of these. Love you know. it. But now what's cool is on the um, on the YouTube site, and then obviously what people can do on their own is we're going to start creating folders for the seasons. So all the videos from that season are in specific folders. So if you click season two fold, you get all the ones we've done on two, but um, you know, everybody knows the deal and, uh, and what subscribe, right? Subscribe. They got to subscribe because we're dropping all these clips. We're going to start dropping uh, you know, we're, uh, we're doing the apparel soon, Reaper reviews stuff and all this. Why not? Why not? Um, and and we have some other cool stuff coming up. But again, we're sticking inside season three. So when anybody recommends anything, do it inside season three for any of the episodes we haven't done yet uh, within one, two, and three, because we're going to knock out all of those, which is what, 39 episodes? Yeah. We're about a third of the way there, quarter of the way there. I don't know. Probably a quarter. But- Let's just let's just pop one, two, and three seasons. One, two, and three. I think that's perfect. Yeah, but as of before right now, we 
get going. Keep before going. Before we get going. And uh, it's going to be really interesting too. One of the things I was thinking about today was like comparing the later seasons to these early seasons. Well, I think that's why you, you, you and I decided to do it this way. I'm, I'm telling you, Theo, I'm getting so many people loving bouncing around, but we're bouncing only in one, two, and three, seasons mm-hmm. one, two, and three, because it's a whole other animal, four yes. and five, a whole other animal, six and seven. I mean, there's so much to get into, so many tidbits to share, so, so much. Uh, with all the pain and the laughter, this is as fun for you and me. Uh, it is for I our love fans, it. I really do. I look forward to this so much and I absolutely love doing it. And I, and I really do. I, I appreciate, I think everybody's enjoying it as much as we are, you know, uh, which is pretty awesome because, you know, this is, again, this is, this is fucking eye opening. Like, it's like, holy shit. And I get to, you know, even as an artist, I get to see so many incredible performances and I get to see really right. good writing. Right. And, and again, it's also nostalgic and it's, uh, and it's just, it's something else. It's something, it's something I'll never forget. So um, that's the deal. Go subscribe if you're watching this, wherever that is. Subscribe. Um, follow. Subscribe. Go to They'll Apple. Send you a little, yeah, go to what Apple. What are you going to send? You're going to send them pictures of that painting. You're going to send them I'm, prints. I'm, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm I, I'm just, I still got all my hair. That's kind of amazing. We look I still, super young. I still have those. those eyes. They haven't changed you know, colors yet. I, I, if I didn't have these notes, kids, I wouldn't wear my glasses. But I got notes. Theo and I have notes. We have notes. You think that, and we got stuff to talk about. We need, write it look, down. These are the ones I wrote. Look at this ripped page that's like all drenched <laughs> in water. You're back to your phone, buddy. Get back, back to, your to the phone. phone. This is silly. I'm writing it on hotel stationery. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Hey, I'm glad you're still in Canada. I am. Love, love to Megan and the boys. We it. all love you. Yes. Um, I'll say to die, my kids, you know, they, they always no, ask. The girls left. Yeah, the girls. They're all gone there. now. Yep. Yeah, they're all back in LA and Toronto doing Oof. their thing. But uh, love you, buddy. I love you too, I'll bye. See you, in a, see you in a week. I'll see you in a week. And, and, and are we doing season? Season one. One. Yeah. Two shows in a row, right? Yeah, we don't know what yet. We don't know what yet. Right, we have to go it. back and look whatever yeah. was, because that's a whole different world now. We're going back like. Let's go back. Know. Let's go I back. Don't even have, I don't even have this. I have no. Just, who knows? No. Tig's not, Tig's not Skinny little Tig. Tig's not having uh, <laughs> relations with the president's wife. It's a whole different Tig. All right, okay, brother. Okay, Jesus Pants. Love you. See ya. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the, where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And, uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I would say, This life goes by in a blink, so stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference, all right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the Theory Team, the team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello. 
to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.